Welcome to the Jurassic Collective Podcast, where we cover everything Jurassic, movie cars, and so much more. So saddle up and let's get this movable feast underway. What's up, guys? This is Jurassic Fic, and welcome to the first ever Jurassic Collective Podcast. First and foremost, thanks so much for stopping by and giving me a listen. Allow me to formally introduce myself. As I already stated, my name is Victor. I'm a photographer, a videographer, I'm an administrator for the Jurassic Park Motor Pool. The Jurassic Park Motor Pool is a Jurassic vehicle community with over 500 members worldwide. We also help other members build vehicles and help them achieve their dreams of owning and driving a fantastic Jurassic Park vehicle. I've been a Jurassic Park fan of the franchise since obviously the first movie back in 93, which I was six years old at the time. I watched that movie in the theaters and ever since then, it just completely changed my life. And I think the biggest thing about that movie was the vehicles. Not only the dinosaurs, I know, but the vehicles were such an important character in the, in these franchise. Um, for example, the, the tour vehicle with the glass roof, super iconic scenes with Tim Murphy and Lex in the vehicle where it flips over with the T-Rex absolutely destroying this beautiful thing. And the Jeep taken around the VIPs around the island. It's just these vehicles are, are, are such a they play such big roles with such little screen time. So ever since I was a kid, I always played with the vehicle toys. I had the big size toys where you could put action figures in it. And as I got older, I decided to, hey, you know what? It's time to build myself my own real life Jurassic Park toy. So I did. I originally started with the 1993 Ford Explorer back in 2013. And I wanted to build a tour vehicle and I started collecting the parts. I started getting all the paint together and it just, it didn't work out. And the vehicle kept breaking down. I just got tired of it being so unreliable and I, I gave up on that project and sold it and moved on to the Jeep. So I purchased the Jeep. I put it all together. It took me about three to six months or so until most of the work was done the first time. And about three years later, I sold that one and then built a whole new one. The second one was a lot easier and I built it a lot quicker. I think it only took me about like maybe about a month or so um, whenever most of the work was done on it. I'm actually still working on my second one. There's a lot of little details left like the searchlights that go on the top, the fog lights that go on the front and in the back, the whip antenna. A lot of little details to, to get it to where I want it to be. I actually just purchased my third vehicle that I'm going to be converting into a Jurassic Park Jeep as well. And that's going to be done probably the next, I don't know, about four months or so. Probably probably in the summer, uh, that vehicle will be finished. I also have a YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is Jurassic Vic. I want to say I'm probably one of the first Jurassic Park vlogs on YouTube. Because when I first started, I didn't see anybody else doing vlogs. And that's why I wanted to do it. I didn't see enough Jurassic Park material out there. So I picked up my camera with my videography experience and I started making videos. So if you like Jurassic Park, check out my YouTube channel. It's Jurassic Vic. Also in my spare time, I help other fellow builders build Jurassic Park vehicles, mainly Jeeps because that's my expertise. So if you're looking to build a Jurassic Park Jeep or are currently building a Jeep, head on over to my Instagram. It's Jurassic underscore Vic. Follow me on there, shoot me a message, and we'll see what we can do. I'll see what I can do for you. And if you have any questions, just please feel free to let me know. I'm happy to help everybody on, on my Instagram. The reason why I started this podcast was 
well, the main reason was I've been wanting to start a podcast for several years now. And then finally, now that I have something to really talk about, something that I'm very knowledgeable in, I decided to create one. So with this specific podcast, I want to promote the Jurassic fan community. I want to have some interviews with other movie car builders, not just limiting myself to Jurassic builders. I have many, many friends in the movie car community, so I have a lot of them lined up for some interviews. And also, just talk anything Jurassic. I'm so passionate about this franchise and about movie cars. I just want to talk about anything. So I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to having these people, fellow Jurassic Park fans and fellow Jurassic Park enthusiasts and experts on my podcast to just sit down and pick their brain and have a just full-blown conversation about the thing that we all love so much, which is Jurassic Park. My goal at this moment is to upload one new podcast once a week on Tuesdays or possibly Wednesdays. But I'm thinking maybe Tuesdays. You know, Taco Tuesday does sound pretty awesome. And now, questions and answers. So I got on Instagram and I got on Facebook and I asked my followers to ask me some questions. So let's get on to those questions. First question comes from the dude Jurassic. He asked, how much do you regret the Choco Challenge? <laughs> okay. Let me tell you really quickly about the Choco Challenge. So about from when this podcast was recorded, uh, the week before, me and some of my friends and along with my girlfriend, which did phenomenal during this challenge, way better than I did, we ate the world's spiciest chocolate bar. It was ridiculously hot. It was made with the uh, Black Reaper, which is hotter than the Carolina Reaper, and it's actually unreleased. So we all ate it, we all filmed it, it's on YouTube, please check it out on my channel, Jurassic Vic, and just, you know what, I'm not going to spoil it, go watch the video, it's funny, it really is, it starts, I think the pain starts at about like 4 minutes, 10 seconds, so just go watch it, go check it out yourself, and let me know, please let me know in the comments what you thought about it. I probably did the worst, I'm not that great with spice, and obviously my other friends are, apparently, so just watch it, check it out, and laugh at my <laughs> laugh at my misery so to answer his question about how much do i regret the choco challenge i don't regret it at all it was it was a lot of fun and it's also uh and also five dollars from each chocolate bar purchase goes to the prostate cancer research so it's a for a good cause it's funny i had a great time hanging out with my friends and just being ridiculous and <laughs> being super in so much pain doing that challenge all right, next question. Next question is from Kelsey Bradshaw. He asked, how would you feel about a Jurassic Jeep drift car? Well, since when I was younger, I used to build Japanese imports. Um, that was my hobby back then. I think a Jurassic Jeep drift car would be pretty interesting. I mean, it'd be kind of hard to drift a Jeep, I guess, and not have it flip over. But I think it'd be funny. Um... We do have one member in the group that has a uh, Miata with Jurassic Park decals on it. It's themed like Jurassic Park, and it's pretty cool. I, I, I want to say it's a drift car. I'm not 100% sure because I've never actually seen it in action, but it looks to me like it could be a drift car. So I'd be okay with it. You know, the more the, the, more the merrier, you know, to each their own. I like to see everybody's creativity being put in, in you know, in full, full effect. Next question is from Dire Situations 10. What has been your most memorable experience you have taken the Jeep on? Okay, 
hands down, it was for the Jurassic Park Motor Pool National Meetup in Branson, Missouri. Branson, Missouri was like 13 hours from where I'm at. I'm currently in Houston, Texas. Branson, Missouri is the Midwest. I took my Jeep all the way to Branson, Missouri and met up with like 60 other members. It was incredible. It was incredible. We all went up there for the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom premiere. And I got to say, the IMAX there and Branson, the owners, incredibly generous. The whole city was so nice to us. They all welcomed us with open arms. And it was so great. The hospitality was amazing there. The IMAX actually let us watch the movie privately on opening night. We had our own theater. It was amazing. Like, what better to watch a new Jurassic World film than with, like, 80 super fans? I mean, we filled up, we, we pretty much filled up that whole theater. It was the most beautiful experience I've ever, I've ever experienced. And then not only that, all the Jeeps and the, all the other Jurassic vehicles, we ba basically took over the whole town. Anytime you would go down, drive down the street, I saw Jurassic Jeep at a gas station, a Jurassic Explorer over there at the uh, restaurant over there. We were just crawling all over the city. It was amazing. And the town people were so confused. They were just like, what is going on with all these Jurassic vehicles? It was amazing. It was a huge, huge turnout. It was it was just fantastic, and I'm glad we were able to do something like that for uh, the locals there in the community. They all had such a great time checking out our vehicles. Next question is from Super Duty RXT. His question is, where were the Explorers 4x4? So he's asking if the Explorers in the movie, in the first movie, were four-wheel drive. Surprisingly, no, they weren't four-wheel drive. I mean, I understand they were electric. They probably don't have that much power or whatever it is to drive four wheels, uh, whatever technology they had in 93, they were just two-wheel drive. They weren't four by four. And you can tell because in the front wheels of the Explorer, the center cap looks normal. On the four by four Explorer, there's this little circle inside, in the middle of the center cap. And that's how you can tell if the Explorer is four by four or not. Next question is from the Jurassic Classic. He's asking, why JP-12 over the other numbers? Okay, well, I felt that JP-12 in the movie stood out from all of the other Jeeps. And also, it played a big role with the antagonist trying to steal the dinosaur DNA, trying to run off the island, and he's just, you know, driving fast through the jungles of Isla Nublar in this Jurassic Park jeep with these searchlights on the top the searchlights is what did it for me ever since i was little the searchlights were just amazing looking on that jeep it made it look amazing and the funny thing about those searchlights those aren't even regular fog lights those are actually marine motorized searchlights so they go up down left right and you can search with those lights they're searchlights and that's something i discovered obviously years and years later when i was much older through the jurassic park motor pool that's the reason why I chose JP-12, because I felt like it was more of a challenge um, than the other ones. Nothing wrong with the other ones. The other ones look amazing, too, but I just loved those lights in the top. Plus, they're a lot of fun to play with. This is a two-part question. The Jurassic Classic also asked, how often do you get people stopping to take photos of your Jeep or talk to you about it? All the time. All the time. When I'm in... When I'm at home, when I'm driving out, when I'm at the gas station, when I'm going out, when I'm on the freeway, I get people 
driving, minding their own business, and all of a sudden they look over at me and they see a Jurassic Park Jeep and instantly start to smile and take pictures and video. And that right there just brightens up my day. I love it. I love seeing people's reactions. People get so excited about something that I enjoy so much. So it's every single time you go for a ride, it's always such a great time. You always have so much fun. You have so much fun. And that just that right there just makes everything worth it because these Jeeps, yeah, they're a lot of work, a lot, a lot of work and you know, they cost money and I know I'm doing it for myself, but it's also nice to share that passion with other like-minded individuals. So I guess that sums up the first ever Jurassic Collective podcast. Um, I hope you enjoy what I had to talk about. I hope you are as excited for the future of this podcast as I am. I promise you I will work as hard as I can to make this podcast successful, exciting, bring on very talented guests and very passionate guests. I can't wait to share my passion for Jurassic Park with all of you guys. So please, please trust me, stick around. I know this is a brand new podcast. I know you probably don't know me. And if you do, thank you so much for listening and I will continue to give it my all. Thanks for listening to the Jurassic Collective Podcast. Support the show by hitting that subscribe button and check out Jurassic Fic on YouTube and Instagram for more Jurassic material. I will see you guys next week.